This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Okay, this is the Power Breakfast on Power 98.7. So, um, the big day has now arrived. South Africa uh, hosts uh, the summit or the 15th summit of the BRICS uh, nations and others uh, that have been invited, other nations from a global south that have been invited this week and who are seeking a, to uh, what they say is a balance of dominance of the world order while dealing with their own internal uh, divisions. At least 40 heads of state and government will join South Africa, uh, South African President uh, Cyril Ramaphosa, uh, along with China's uh, Xi Jinping and uh, India's Narendra Modi and Brazil's Luis Ignacio Lula da Silva um, in Johannesburg starting today. The Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov will be representing uh, the Russian Federation uh, in the absence of the Russian President Vladimir uh, Putin, who will attend uh, virtually. Well, the summit uh, of heads of state and government will mainly discuss the current geopolitical economic challenges uh, facing the countries. Let's hear now, though, uh, from the ANC's um, first first Deputy Secretary General, that is Nomvula Mokonyano, who joins us on the line. Uh, Ms. Mokonyano, good morning to you, and thank you so much for joining us. Morning, Tabiso, and morning to the listeners. So this is uh, the big day has arrived. There's been a long build-up uh, to this uh, uh, occasion, and there's been many hurdles that have had to be cleared. Now that the day is here, as the ANC, um, what are you hoping this, or what is your hope for this gathering, and what will come out of it? Thank you very much. Uh, so we 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 we're looking forward to the realization of what. Uh, has been agreed upon in the meeting of uh, of uh, a BRICS uh, meeting of political parties. Remember that we hosted a month ago at Petwood that yes. emphasized the need to consider uh, inclusion of uh, other parties that have already made an expression of uh, uh, being part of BRICS. And that there must be an acceptance uh, and, and an endorsement on the criteria. Secondly, um, strengthening the functionality of the development bank, commonly known as the BRICS Bank, so that then developing nations can have alternative funding that can contribute towards inclusive growth. Thirdly, mm. we're looking forward to... Um, the, the support of uh, inclusive multilateralism being a resolution that the BRICS uh, parties, together with the participants who are hosted here in our country, over 40 heads of state, agree that there is a, a need for the, for, the, for the reform of the United Nations, particularly the United Nations Security Council and, and the participation of developing nations and that uh, together we will agree that uh, unilateralism doesn't work and that there should not be any dominance of one state or, 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 or body against others and promote transparency. And finally, we also are looking at uh, strengthening trade amongst uh, the BRICS uh, partners and those that uh, are going to, to be considered 
as uh, the, 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 the conference uh, agency in Johannesburg. And that includes the issues about um, the trade relations and, uh, and most importantly, how we deal with payments and transactions amongst ourselves without being over-dependent to another, another currency, which is the dollar. How does how do you see um, BRICS uh, in relation to other similar bodies that exist? You speak about uh, uh, you know fighting or at least to pushing back and trying to find a balance uh, to the dominance of the world order by certain uh, groupings or certain nations. And now you are also talking about uh, you know when you come talking about uh, using. Uh, other currencies in, uh, in terms of uh, trade and all of that. How then do you see the relation that should exist between BRICS and other nations that may be from in, other part of gr- other groupings? In actual fact, what the NC envisages is that the, um, the, the consolidation of and the expansion of BRICS would help developing nations to, to have a common voice and a shared vision in other bodies such as in the United Nations, including on dealing with the issues around unilateralism, the use of force in dealing with conflict in the globe. And in that instance, in actual fact, this will help to ensure that uh, we are not divided in Africa, but also developing nations are not uh, divided, and of importance, we complement one another. The United Nations itself, has acknowledged that there is a need to to make sure that uh, its own commitments, such as the UN Charter, is adhered to, so that then we avoid situations such as the conflict between Russia and, and Ukraine. And in this instance, if we all speak in one voice and affirm the fact that uh, war has never brought peace, but what we need is to facilitate dialogue and ensure that multilateral processes be the ones that are a platform. It will actually, because what, what has been a situation now is a skewed kind of a relationship. And therefore, there is a need to ensure that developing nations also work together and mm. those that are committed towards the transformation and, 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 uh, and effectiveness of the multilateral bodies do work together. We, 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 we don't, as the NC are calling for, um, the ignorance or the condemnation of one body against the other. But amongst other things, we, we're calling for two processes, uh, fairness and most importantly, mm. inclusivity. Right. Thank you so much, uh, ma'am, for your time this morning. I wish you well you through this. Uh... Thank you very much. That is the first uh, Deputy Sec- uh, Secretary General of the ANC, uh, Ms. Nom- Nomvula uh, Mukonyane, who is expected to be uh, to be one of those that will address the um, summit uh, uh, starting in Johannesburg today. Uh, we are hoping that we'll speak. We were meant to be speaking at this time to the ambassador uh, at large to, uh, for Asia and BRICS. Um, in the Department of International Relations. We are hoping that that will still happen. Um, yeah, let's see how that goes. It's the Power Breakfast on Power 98.7. Engaging and informative. Power Breakfast with TT on Power 98.7.
It's the Power Breakfast on Power 98.7. Good morning to you. So a little earlier, uh, we were speaking to the ANC's first Deputy Secretary General, Nomvula Mukonyani, about the participation, uh, well, about the BRICS Summit, the 15th BRICS Summit, which gets underway in Johannesburg uh, today. And she was talking about, uh, their, from their point of view, the party's uh, outlook on how uh, this, on what uh, this uh, summit should deliberate on. Well, I'm pleased to say that we are now have the ambassador at large for Asia and BRICS in the Department of International Relations and Cooperation, Dr. Dr. Anil Suklal, joining us on the line. Good morning to you, Dr. Suklal, and thank you so much for your time. Good morning, Tabitha. Thank you for having me. Let me get from your point of view then. It sounds a lot of uh, has been said about uh, the number of uh, delegates that have been invited and that have uh, uh, expressed interest. I think a figure of 20 plus um, nations that have been mentioned as expressing an interest in joining with the BRICS grouping. How uh, much of um, an item, item uh, of discussion will this be um, in, in this coming upcoming uh, summit? Well, uh, expansion is uh, part of the discussion of our leaders at the summit. Uh, you'll recall that last year, uh, under China's presidency of BRICS, leaders took a decision to start discussions on expansion, and they asked the Sherpas to start looking at developing guiding principles, standard and criteria, and procedure for expansion. And since January, when South Africa took over the chairship of BRICS, we have had several meetings to finalize our inputs on this. We are more or less complete with our recommendations. Our foreign ministers will meet later today to consider the recommendations, and they will then make uh, further recommendations from their side on expansion to our leaders. And as you know, the summit starts today uh, with the business forum, but later this evening, President Ramaphosa will host the BRICS leaders uh, at a leaders' retreat, and the issue of expansion will also be on the agenda. So it's uh, uh, very much part of the discussions, uh, and it's expected that the this BRICS summit will take a decision around expansion and make a pronouncement on it. You know, when the president uh, uh, spoke uh, the other day, uh, it was it uh, uh, on um, on on Sunday when you were speaking yeah. about you know outlining uh, government policy, um, you know, particularly international relations or policy. You know, was that pains to suggest you know to point out that this is not uh, or BRICS uh, in its current formulation is not uh, something that is. Uh, anti-West. It's not an anti-West grouping or against the G7 or other multilateral groupings. And how should we be seeing, viewing uh, BRICS and what the BRICS seeks to do? The president was very correct. That is the position, not just of South Africa, but of the BRICS family as a whole. When you look at the formation of BRICS, BRICS came together uh, some 15 years ago in a formal format. Uh, as a grouping concentrated on firstly looking at deepening interaction between the five of us, but more importantly, having a collective voice uh, on the international stage in terms of issues pertaining to the global south. Because unlike the G7, 
which brings together the leading countries uh, of the global north your advanced economies the global south does not have an apex body that articulates the views of the global south and champions it on the international front looking for global reform at all levels the multilateral institutions uh, the united nations our bretton woods institution the world trade organization to ensure that it's more inclusive it's more equitable and that mm. the voice of the south is heard you must uh, appreciate the fact that 85% of the global population is made up of uh, countries and people of the global south the global not only con- consists of 15% of the global population and yet uh, countries of the global south including the african continent we remain on the margins we are still the outliers in terms of major global decision making in terms of representation in major global bodies i mean you still have the bretton woods institution the heads of these institution are rotated between uh, the right. us and europe Yeah. You know, we're going to have to leave it there, Dr. Suklal, but thank you so much for coming on. I hope we will be able to interact uh, with you as uh, um, uh, the summit uh, unfolds uh, or perhaps even at the conclusion thereof. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.